We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A term that gets thrown around a lot in NBA circles is blowing it up. And I feel like it gets suggested maybe a little bit more than it should actually happen. And it definitely gets suggested more often than it does happen. So today I'm going to go through some of the teams that I've heard rumblings about, maybe them blowing it up or maybe them making a big trade or trying to change things and tell you whether or not I think they should. The one thing to keep in mind about blowing it up is that there's kind of levels to it. You know, you can blow it up without actually trading every single one of your players and doing what the Thunder did. Like there's an in-between, right? So for some of these teams, I'm going to say that maybe they should be leaning towards blowing it up, but that doesn't mean that every single one of their players needs to be playing for somebody else and that they have nothing to build off of. I'm also going to give them a score from one to five based on how much I think they should blow it up. One being uh, they should not at all and they'd be dumb to consider it. Five being they absolutely should and they'd be dumb not to. Starting off with the team that I think everybody thinks of when they think about teams that should blow it up, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, they should. We know they should. Uh, five out of five, the whole thing. The thing about it is, is that I don't, I don't entirely blame them for not wanting to. Because the second that you trade away a player like Damian Lillard, you're looking for another guy like Damian Lillard. And whatever you get for him, is pro- it's not going to be some slam dunk guy to go be the next superstar to build around. And you have to also consider that Portland is not going to attract big free agents. So it's going to be really hard to get another guy like that. But they aren't going to make it work. They've done what they can do with the team that they have now. And on top of that, Dame's banged up and McCollum's banged up and you're the 10 seed right now. And maybe there's a world where I've, I've mentioned it a million times where they like go trade for Miles Turner and they get better defensively and they make a solid run. Um, so maybe it's more of a four out of 10. But it just feels like to me that you could get a really nice package for Damian Lillard 
uh, and CJ McCollum and try to trade Covington and Nurkic. And all of a sudden you'd be in a really good spot to rebuild. And it, it, they're, they're just not, they're not ready to do it. They're not ready to commit to being bad. So for Portland, I'll say four and a half out of five because they still do have a star player and they still could hypothetically go make a big trade that makes their makes them better defensively and they could get healthy and they could make a run in the playoffs if they get out of the plans but they need to they need to pick one lane to be in major move either blowing it up or getting another guy the next team is one that maybe you wouldn't really consider a blow up but I'm going to mention them anyway, and that's the San Antonio Spurs. And the thing about the Spurs and saying whether or not they should blow it up uh, is that they're already, I think, one of the bottom five teams in the NBA right now. But they're they're a couple games out of the 11 seed, and it's not unreasonable to think that they could end up with the eighth or the ninth odds, which is never exactly where you want to be. Basically, blowing it up to them wouldn't be trading absolutely everybody it would be trading DeJounte Murray. And I'm not saying that they should be looking to trade DeJounte Murray. I guess that's the big question is, should they do that? But if a team like the Celtics, for example, were to come with like the huge, maybe not quite James Harden offer, but if they were to offer a bunch of picks and a bunch of future pick swaps, and I know that trading away DeJounte Murray, a guy who is really great, but probably not a number one option, and the league would get me all those assets and then make me also a bad enough team. So where I would have some of the best odds in the lottery, I would think about it. And I like DeJounte Murray. He's a really good player, but I think he'd have a lot of work to do to become the guy to build around. And if that's the structure of the team right now, without blowing it up, which again, is really just trading him. I would consider moving off of it. So I would say a two out of five for them. Uh, I think there's also a lot of scenarios where they just, draft well or they get lucky in the lottery and they get somebody else to pair with him and then you're just as well off the next team is the kings and with them i feel like they're one of the most likely teams to actually end up blowing it up to some extent uh and i think i I think i'm on board i think i'm on board with it the thing about them is they have a lot of guys you know harrison barnes would get a lot of offers in, in, in the trade market and so would Buddy Heald, and so would De'Aaron Fox, and so would Rashawn Holmes. Uh, but they're not any good. Like, the Kings are fighting to be a 10 seed right now. And I don't think, yeah, there are three games out of the 10 seed. Even if they get there, their odds of actually making the playoffs are nothing. And even if they do, their odds of winning a series are really rough. So you look at what, what major changes you could make on that roster, right? And outside of Tyrese Halliburton developing more or De'Aaron Fox uh, getting significantly better, just shooting better. I think I think a trade is kind of the move for them. I, I now blowing it up doesn't mean that you trade everyone. And I think if you do end up blowing it up, what the move would be is move off of Fox, move off of Barnes or Heald or Holmes or whoever. I'm keeping Halliburton, and then if you can trade Fox, I mean I've seen some Sabonis for Fox offers. I would totally do that in a heartbeat. I would try that out. And even if you end up trading away Barnes and Heald and Holmes and you end up going full commitment to the rebuild, uh, you've got Halliburton and Sabonis to build around. You could also just try to trade Fox for a pick package. Same thing with Barnes, same thing with Heald. And you could say Halliburton's going to be our guy. We're not going to be that great this season. We're going to hope for a high pick and we're going to have a ton of picks to, you know, maybe go make a trade to move up or 
go get another guy to pair with Halliburton because we don't like the kind of the uh, Fox Halliburton backcourt at the moment. So I think going into a rebuild, committing to a rebuild, or at least trying to trade Fox for somebody who you feel like fits with Halliburton better, maybe vice versa. Um, if you want to move Halliburton and keep Fox, uh, put would put them in a better long term position. And I know maybe you know if you're you're a Kings fan, your goal is to make the playoffs sooner rather than later. But if you're fighting for a 10 seed, it's really hard to make the playoffs as a 10 seed. You know, if you're barely, you got to go back to back on the road. So I, I would say four out of five for them. They do have some pieces. They, I, I feel like it's not like they're just devoid of talent or anything, but they could be in so much better of a position with a ton of picks building around Halliburton or putting somebody else around Halliburton. The next one uh, is not one that maybe people are suggesting like truly blowing it up the Boston Celtics. Nobody is suggesting that the Boston Celtics just like completely tear it down. But I would say that if you trade Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum to an extent, that's blowing it up. That's saying this core won't work that we have now. We can only keep one of those guys. Um, this is why the team isn't working. We have to try something now. And I am extraordinarily against it. One out of five, zero out of five, whatever score you want to give it. The problem with trading Jalen Brown, which is the guy who you hear talked about mostly uh, over Tatum, is that you will get a worse player back. You won't get somebody who's as good as Jalen Brown back. And I know Jalen Brown and Tatum don't work the best together, but they've been better than this before. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm the Celtics, I'm looking at having Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on the same timeline, young. I'm thinking if I go trade Jalen Brown, I'm going to get bits and pieces back. I'm not. You're not getting like a guy who is about as good as Jalen Brown and just a better fit and they're just as young, it's not going to work out like that. There isn't an offer out there. So if I'm them, I'm, I'm saying, can I go make a big move for a third guy? Can we get better surrounding pieces for them? Like they would be infinitely better off trying to go get Fox or DeJounte Murray uh, and trading. If you have to make the big trade and give up all the picks, I think your path to being competitive is far better that way than just trying to get equal value back for Jalen Brown and then hoping the fit is better. If, if, if you have two young guys of, of their caliber, you're far, your odds are far better off trying to make the fit work. If it's a little weird than it is trying to win a championship with a less talented team. So I, I, I think blowing it up is the wrong move. They have trade pieces. They have moves. They can, it's not like they're just totally screwed. Nobody will come to Boston and they can't get any free. Like, you gotta, you gotta give it a little bit longer than that. Team number five, the Indiana Pacers, uh, absolutely should. And I'll say that not only should they blow it up, but they need to actually seriously blow it up. Not, we're gonna trade, you know, we don't like the fit of Sabonis and Miles Turner. We're gonna trade one of them for a couple of picks and then try again. That's not good enough. Duarte and, and Jackson are both really, really strong rookies so far. They've, they've shown some, some potential. I don't think Indiana is a bad, you know, a bad drafting team. I think, I, I think the amount of assets you could get trading away Brogdon and Warren and Sabonis and Levert and Turner is kind of insane. They have so many guys. I guess not everybody can try to take the thunder strategy of just get as many picks as possible and then be kind of bad and let your young guys develop. But but right now, funny enough, the the Pacers going all in, trying to win, maybe not going all in, but having all these players, they're three games ahead of the Thunder. They're hardly any better. 
so I think it's a really rare situation to be, it's kind of like the Kings, but I think even more so where they're not any good, but they have a lot of guys who you would get a lot back for in a trade. I also think that Sabonis is probably not a number one. Uh, Turner is not, you know, a number one. They don't, Brogdon's not a number one. Levert's not a number one. They don't have a true, like, this guy could be a superstar and you're not making the playoffs. You're not competitive to win a playoff series. Yeah, you got to blow it up. I think I, my prediction is that they're going to half asset and they're going to make one or two trades and they're not going to just totally go the tank route. And I think that's wrong because I don't think they have a guy who has the potential to be, I mean, even a, a, if you don't consider him a superstar, like a top 15 player, it doesn't seem like it right now. Um, or at least not on the timeline of, of, of what they're trying to do at the moment. So if I'm them, I'm blowing it up. I'm moving everybody at the deadline. Or maybe you can wait till the offseason. You don't got to do it all right now. But uh, five out of five. Absolutely the whole thing. Um, and I don't think that's a hot take. So those are the five teams that I feel like get the most talk about making a major move or blowing up their core, just blowing it up in general. Pacers, yes. Blazers, yes. Kings, mostly. Spurs, if the offer is amazing. Celtics, almost certainly no. If you guys enjoyed this video, make sure to do all the stuff you're supposed to do on YouTube videos, like, comment, subscribe, and I'll catch y'all next time.